0: everyone and welcome back to the power of your subconscious mind reading we are on chapter eight and the chapter eight is entitled how to get the results you want so just as an fyi if you are just now listening in to one of my readings i read and i give my own commentary you do not have to agree you can always disagree, uh, but make sure you drop down in the comments and let me know your thoughts, your opinions. Okay, so the principal reasons for failure are lack of confidence and too much effort. First of all, I, I have to stop right there. Have you ever known anybody to say too much effort is a reason for failure? Already, I'm just like, okay, now, like, what, what, what is this about? Because it literally said the principal reasons for failure are lack of confidence, which, yes, and too much effort. That's crazy. Many people block answers by their prayers by failing to fully c- comprehend the workings of their subconscious mind. When you know how your mind functions, you gain a measure of confidence. You must remember whenever your subconscious mind accepts an idea, it immediately begins to execute it. It uses all its mighty resources to that end and mobilizes all the mental and spiritual laws of your deeper mind. This law is true for good or bad ideas. Consequently, if you use it negatively, it brings trouble, failure, and confusion. When you use it constructively, it brings guidance, freedom, and peace of mind. The right answer is is inevitable when your thoughts are positive, constructive, and loving. From this, it is perfectly obvious that the only thing you have to do in order to overcome failure is to get your subconscious to accept your idea or request by feeling its reality now, and the law of your mind will do the rest. Turn over your requests with faith and confidence and your subconscious will take over and answer for you. You will always fail to get results by trying to use mental coercion. Your subconscious mind does not respond to coercion. It responds to your faith or conscious mind acceptance. Your failure to get results may also arise from such such statements as things are getting worse. I will never get an answer. I see no way out. It is hopeless. I don't know what to do. I'm all mixed up. And what's crazy is that if you listen to my previous... Actually, I'm so mixed up about my episodes because I record them and schedule them. So I don't really know when that episode is going to drop. And I, I don't know. Um, so one of my episodes that I just recorded... I was talking about how I've been really down bad and and just kind of let go of a lot of stuff because I've I've been concentrating too much on my current reality. So, and some of the things that I really have said is, um, I see no way out. I haven't gotten to the point of it's hopeless, but I have said, you know, I've I've reverted back to some of the things that that created my current reality. And even some of the things that I know better to think, I've reverted back to that in the past couple of weeks. So this is very interesting that he's talking about this right now. When you use such statements, you get no response or cooperation from your subconscious mind. Like a soldier marking time, you neither go forward nor backward. In other words, you don't get anywhere. And that is a true, st- true statement. Because while I haven't reverted backwards, I have had no forward movement in these past few weeks or so that I have just gone bonkers, right? All right, back to reading. If you get into a taxi and give a half dozen different directions to the the driver in five minutes, he will become hopelessly confused and probably would refuse to take you anywhere. It is the same when working with your subconscious mind there must be a clear-cut idea in your mind you must arrive at the definite decision that there is a way out a solution, a solution to the vexing problem in sickness only the infinite intelligence within your subconscious knows the answer when you come to that clear-cut conclusion in your conscious mind your mind is then made up and according to your belief it is done unto you and I think what happens with me is that, um, I know I've told you guys before that I've been called wishy-washy, you know, I've, I've had an issue in the past with, you know, being focused on one thing. So I, I know Back to reading. Easy does it. A house owner once remonstrated with a furnace repairman for charging $200 for fixing the boiler. The mechanic said, I charge 5 cents for the missing bolt and $199.95 for knowing what was wrong. Similarly, your subconscious mind is the master mechanic, the all-wise one who knows ways and means of healing any organ of your body as well as your affairs. Decree health and your subconscious will establish it. But relaxation is the key. Easy does it. Do not be concerned with details and means, but know the end result. So he's basically saying, ask, believe, and receive. But during the receiving part or before the receiving part... No, during the receiving part live in the end how it happens is not your job and I think that's where a lot of us get kind of um lost on it's because we it is a controlling part of our nature as humans to want to know how things are going to happen and I think a lot of us get tripped up on the fact that we don't necessarily believe that it'll happen without our help So as a result, and and, and, and this is not to say this is any kind of magic trick that's happening, because a lot of times when you ask, you do get um, proddings from the universe to say, go do this, go do that, or you'll meet someone that's going to help you, whatever. So, but I, I do think that a lot of us get tripped up in the how. And really, it's not our, it's not our business. Get the feel of the happy solution to your problem, whether it is health, finances, or employment. Remember how you felt after you have recovered from a severe state of illness. Bear in mind that your feeling is the touchstone of all subconscious demonstration. Your new idea must be felt subjectively in a finished state, not the future, but as coming about now. Infer no opponent, use imagination and not willpower. And using your subconscious mind, you infer no opponent. You use no willpower. You imagine the end and the freedom state. You will find your intellect trying to get in the way, but persist in maintaining a simple childlike miracle-making faith. Picture yourself without the ailment or problem. Imagine the emotional accompaniment of the freedom state you crave. Cut out all red tape from the process. The simple way is the best. Now, I I really believe this, but what's crazy is that in my mind, I believe that I have all the steps that I need to create the life that I want. But there is a fear in my mind that stops me and starts, you know, kind of, reverting me back to what's comfortable you know and what is comfortable are the thoughts that I've always thought because that is what my mind knows and it'll take me back to those comforting thoughts and and what's crazy is that they're really not comforting because it doesn't create comfortable comfort, comfortability I should say in my life but the thoughts are comforting somehow i i can't explain it to you so it's like my mind is at war with creating this these new assumptions with these new thoughts and reverting back to what it sees as comfortable with my old assumptions i hope i did not make you you crazy with that because that's how that's what I feel is going on in my mind. Like there is a barrier that won't allow me to progress. Unless I, I I don't know I guess I have to push past that barrier. And I'm trying to figure out how to push past this barrier. How disciplined imagination works wonders. A wonderful way to get a response from your subconscious mind is through disciplined or scientific imagination. As previously pointed out, your subconscious mind is the builder of the body and controls all its vital functions. The Bible says, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. To believe is to accept something as true or to live in the state of being it. Okay, I'm going to just say that again. To believe is to accept something as true or to live in the state of being it. That I never thought about, to live in the state of being it as as a part of belief. But that, that is an aha moment for me. As you sustain this mood, you shall experience the joy of the answered prayer. The three steps to success in prayer. The usual procedure is as follows. Take a look at the problem. Turn to the solution or way out. Known only to the subconscious mind. Rest in a sense of deep conviction that it is done. Do not weaken your prayer by saying, I wish I might be healed. I hope so, or I hope so. Your feeling about the work to be done is the boss. Harmony is yours. Know that health is yours. Become intelligent by becoming a vehicle for the infinite healing power of the subconscious mind. Pass on the idea of health to your subconscious mind to the point of conviction, then relax. Get yourself off your hands. Say to the condition and circumstance, this too shall pass. Mm -mm. Through relaxation, you impress your subconscious mind, enabling the kinetic energy behind the idea to take over and bring it into concrete realization. The law of reversed effort and why you get the opposite of what you pray for. Oof. Coë, the famous psychologist from France who visited America about 40 years ago, defined the law of a reversed effort as follows. When your desires and imagination are in conflict, your imagination invariably gains the day. Let me say that again. When your desires and imagination are in conflict, your imagination invariably gains the day. How would your desires and imagination be in conflict? If for example you were asked to walk asked to walk a plank on the floor you would do so without question. Now suppose the same plank were placed 20 feet up in the air between two walls, would you walk it? Your desire to walk it would be counteracted by your imagination or fear of falling. Okay. Your dominant idea, which would be the picture of falling, would conquer. Your desire, will, your desire, will or effort to walk on the plank would be reversed. And the dominant idea of failure would be reinforced. Reinforced. Mental effort is invariably self-defeated, eventuating always in the opposite of what is desired. The suggestions of powerlessness to overcome the condition dominate the mind. Your subconscious is always controlled by the dominant idea. Your subconscious will accept the strongest of two contradictory propositions. The effortless way is the better. If you say, I want a healing, but I can't get it, I try so hard, I force myself to pray. I use all the willpower I have. You must realize that your error lies in your effort. Never try to compel the subconscious mind to accept your idea by exercising willpower. Such attempts are doomed to failure and you get the opposite of what you pray for. That is deep. That's really deep. Like, seriously. The following is a rather common experience. Students, when, at, when taking examinations and reading through their papers, find that all their knowledge has suddenly deserted them. Their minds become appallingly blank, and they are un, unable to recall one relevant thought. The more they grit their teeth and summon the powers of the will, the further the answers seem to flee. But when they have left the examination room and the mental pressure relaxes, The answers they were seeking flow tantalizingly back into their minds. Trying to force themselves to remember was the cause of their failure. This is an example of the law of reverse effort, whereby you get the opposite of what you asked for or prayed for. The conflict of desire and imagination must be reconciled. To use mental force is to presuppose that there is opposition. When your mind is concentrated on the means to overcome a problem, it is no longer concerned with the obstacle. Matthew eighteen nineteen says, if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. Who are these two? It means the harmonious union or agreement between your subconscious and conscious on any idea, desire, or mental image. When there is no longer any quarrel in either part of your mind, your prayer will be answered. The two agreeing may also be represented as you and your desire, your thought and your feeling, your idea and your emotion, your desire and imagination. I mean, as a Christian, you know, when when that verse has held a different significance for us. We always believe if to touch and agree means two specific individuals, me and my sister, me and my friend, if we touch and agree, then that is the answer you know you know you know what I mean it's not we have never really thought about it being your subconscious and conscious or your feelings and your thoughts, your ideas and emotions, your desires and imagination um So this is kind of a new thought. And not to say it's wrong or anything. Um, It's just, like I said, it's, it's one person's interpretation of the scripture versus someone else's. So it's not to say either are wrong. You avoid all conflict between your desires and imagination by entering into a drowsy, sleepy state, which brings all effort to a minimum. The conscious mind is submerged to a great extent when in a sleepy state. The best time to impregnate your subconscious is prior to sleep. The reason for this is that the highest degree of outcropping of the subconscious occurs prior to sleep and just after we awaken. In this state, the negative thoughts and imagery which tend to neutralize your desire and so prevent acceptance by your subconscious mind no longer present themselves. When you imagine the reality of the fulfilled desire and feel the thrill of accomplishment, your subconscious brings about the realization of your desire. A great many people solve all their dilemmas and problems by the play of their controlled, directed, and disciplined imagination, knowing that whatever they imagine and feel as true will and must come to pass. The following will clearly illustrate how a young girl overcame the conflict between her desire and her imagination. She desired a harmonious solution to her legal problem, yet her mental imagery was constantly on failure, loss, bankruptcy, and poverty. It was a complicated lawsuit, and there was one postponement after another with no solution in sight. At my suggestion, she got into a sleepy, drowsy state each night prior to sleep, and she began to imagine the happy ending, feeling it to the best of her ability. She knew that the image in her mind had to agree with her heart's desire. Prior to sleep, she began to dramatize as vividly as possible her lawyer having an animated discussion with her regarding the outcome. She would ask him questions and he would answer her appropriately. He would say to her over and over again, there has been a perfect harmonious solution. The case has been settled out of court. During the day when fear thoughts came into her mind, she would run her mental movie with gestures, voices and sound equipment. She could easily imagine the sound of his voice, smile and mannerism. She ran this mental picture so often it became a subjective pattern, a regular train track at the end of a few weeks her attorney called her and confirmed objectively that she had been imagining and feeling as true subjectively this is really what the psalmist means meant when he wrote let the words of my mouth your thoughts mental images good and the meditation of my heart your feeling nature emotion be accepted in thy sight O lord The law of your subconscious mind, my strength and my redeemer, the power and wisdom of your subconscious mind can redeem you from sickness, bondage and misery. I personally believe um, that this scripture has to do with God, not your subconscious mind. But again, I'm a Christian, so everyone can, you know, predict or interpret what they One, the Bible says the Bible is subject to man's own interpretation. So that's not my interpretation of that scripture, which is Psalm 1914. So that is the end of that chapter. I think it was a pretty good one. It it really was talking a lot about basically our mental capabilities and how, you know, our subconscious mind really rocks. (laughs) It really does have the power to heal and create our lives, which I do agree with. I do believe our bodies are self-healing. And I do believe that um the subconscious mind is here to work on our behalf and create the life that we want. So um I think this is a good chapter. What do you guys think? Let me know what you guys think about this chapter and if you have any notes or anything that um is contrary to what I've said as as far as my um own personal ramblings were concerned. Again, thank you guys for listening. I so appreciate it. Chapter 9 is coming soon. You guys have a blessed day and don't forget to add gratitude as a as a uh, major part of your life. Your life will surely change once you add the power of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day.